What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rising Above podcast, a platform for you to share your story. Oftentimes, we all have something that happens to us in life and we have no way of sharing. Many people want an outlet, whether it's writing a book or going on a massive networking platform or starting an inspirational social media account. With the Rising Above platform, anyone with an inspiring, motivating, or interesting story can come on and share. It could be anything from the struggles of starting a business, the struggles of overcoming homelessness or mental illness. I've interviewed victims of rape, sexual assault, and abuse. There is no subject that is off limits. This platform offers a safe and fun way for you to share your story through a one-on-one experience. If you would like to share your story, the best way to reach out would be through social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook or through email. All the links will be provided in the show notes. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome to the Rising Above podcast. Uh, Today I have Lauren Cumberback with me. She is a three-time business owner. Um, She owns two businesses here locally, uh, Skin Studio 211 and uh, a party rental business also. Um, So I guess with that being said, again, Laura, (laughs) Lauren, um, would you mind telling me a little bit about yourself? Are you from the Lansing area? I know you have a business as well in New York City, yeah. so kind of tell us how that came about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm from New York, um, born and raised, and I moved here when I was 12. And then um, when I was turned like 18, 19, I don't really remember, I moved back to New York um, just because I miss being home. And then I got my esthetician license. Um, my classmate wanted to open up a spa. We got a really great deal, um, New York pricing at least, on what, a spa. I'm sorry, real quick. Okay. What is what is the pricing like in New York City for like a business? Okay, so I can tell you at least for, well, business is extreme. So, but for homes, you'll get a room literally like the size of this mm-hmm. for $1,200. Wow, like, a, like an apartment. Yeah, it's not or, an apartment, it's a room, one Like room. a studio room. Nope, like, like you, you have a room and like other people live with you, like college dorm room. Wow. So they take like an apartment and sometimes, you know, it's like $4,000. So you split it between three grown adults or they'll take a house that's like four bedroom house right. and split it. Like literally wow. split it where you have different entrances of that one house. So three <laughs> families can live there. It's, that's insane. Yeah. So like, and then it's like they require three times the rent down so it's first month last month and security which is whatever the price of the rent is so wow. yeah you're pretty much paying for a house yeah like, out there yeah and uh, it's really hard so like when she said we got a great deal um like they just required us just to have first and i think last and it was month to month which is very rare because they know her i was like wow. let's do it because we're not going to get another opportunity yeah um and i just did it and it just was is doing pretty decent and then I came here because my son needed heart surgery so he got that and then I needed back surgery um and then and then we kind of got stuck so my surgery got canceled the week before and um sorry I'm just like losing train of thought <laughs> you're good but, this, uh, I just want to tell everybody that um <laughs> we actually recorded this uh like 10 minutes prior <laughs> and uh apparently my computer wasn't recording so we have to redo this and um so it's kind of we're kind of going over it again so it's obviously not as detailed yeah so it's like it's, quick it's, little. it sucks having to do it again it's okay but um um so yeah so we got stuck out here and i didn't, I didn't really get sick because i could have went back but it was like am I going to get the surgery in New York or am I getting Michigan? At this time, you know, New York was like extreme as far as cases. I was like, mm-hmm. we're not open anytime soon. Right. My insurance is like, you can go to either state. So I was just wow. sitting in Michigan, like whoever opens first, I'm going to get the surgery. <laughs> and of course, Michigan opened first. And then I was just like, oh, well, I should just move here. Cause I'm, if I get surgery out here, I'm going to be stuck for like, I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got a lumbar fusion. So that's waiting to your back heel. If the heel's wrong, then you might have to get another surgery. So wow. I was just sitting here waiting. So, like I said, I was... How long ago did you have the surgery? Um, I want to say almost 
eight, nine months ago. So how are, how are you feeling now? Oh, I'm so much better. Yeah? Like, I don't take no pain meds or nothing. I can do things. Um, like, before, when I tell you I was in so much pain, like, I would take, like, almost three milligrams of any type of pain meds. I didn't care. I was just <laughs> like, I was like, my kidneys is going to shut down, but I just can't <laughs> even live at this point. I couldn't walk. Um, me and my friend went to a, on a cruise, and, like, you know, it's a lot of walking. Like, mm-hmm. probably every five minutes, I kept saying, like, I got to sit down. I got to sit down. And we're, I'm 20, 26. Like, right. it was terrible, and I felt bad. Like, I kept having to stop, and we were on her vacation. It was like, I'm going to collapse if I don't, <laughs> if I don't sit down. Um, that's how I knew something was wrong. I was in so much pain at one point. Um, like, I was, like, curled on the ball, and I was like, I'm about to go to the emergency room. And then wow. that's when I, like, found out I needed, like, back surgery. So, um, yeah, so then I just, you know, applied to jobs, hoping to get jobs out here. No one will hire me, which is so weird because really? I was willing to work in the pandemic, and nope, no one will hire me. What? Yes, I had so many interviews. I applied. I worked at the bank, so I wanted to rework back at the bank. I applied to probably every bank here, and then they was just not hire me. <laughs> so I was so upset. Why wouldn't they hire you? I don't know. And it was okay, weird because I had three years of experience right. and I had just, I had been a teller before. Then I got promoted to a banker. So, like, I had some experience. I was like, no one hired me. Wow. And I was just like, okay. So, I was just like, well, I got to figure something I need to make money once I, you know, figured this out. So, I just opened up Skin Studio 211 during the pandemic. I was like creating my website, getting my booking system. And it's everything. the same thing you guys are doing in New York City, right? Yes. Yep. Wow. So, I was like literally creating my business in the pandemic and then. A week before um, she opened, as far as beauty services was, I signed my contract to get my studio. Had all my friends there helping me paint. We was like getting everything ready, and then I just opened up. Wow! <laughs> Finally. So we're because the services you offer are like one-on-one type of, type of things. You're working individually with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a lot of restrictions because of COVID, and was it difficult to open up because of the restrictions? So it. It wasn't difficult to open because we were one-on-one. So, like, people who do hair, they're not usually one-on-one in a separate room. Right. All of our services one-on-one in a separate room and by appointment only. So, I kind of was okay. The only thing was the mask part. Okay. I think at one point you couldn't do facials, um, which was fine for me because I did other stuff. I just wasn't facial. So, Mm -hmm. it was, but not. I guess the scariest part was every time hoping that she didn't shut us down. Because, like, I opened in the pandemic and I'm still going to have to pay this rent. Right. And I can't do services, then... And because you had just opened up, you yeah. probably had hadn't built like up. You have you haven't built up a like much of probably a no. clientele <laughs> and probably not um, uh, your finances as well, right? It's so crazy. I have clientele like from the moment I opened up, okay. like I was fully booked. Like when I say I worked like eight a.m. to like ten p.m. Like no break, no lunch, no nothing. Like I was booked, which is so weird. But the only issue was that. I didn't have like the money saved up. It was just like mm-hmm. on a whim, like let's just open up. So we was to close down, I probably would have had to just close my business. Wow. <laughs> so I got lucky. That is, <laughs> that's such a, a gamble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People ask me like, how did you do it? How did you, I'm like, I didn't have a plan. Like year 2020, I planned to go back to my job after back surgery and I didn't have a plan. It was what was your job? I worked at Chase, I was a bank. Oh, okay, uh, so you, you left that during, yeah. during your surgery, yeah. during COVID. Yep. Wow. Now, were you scared of getting surgery during COVID, like because of all the, all the sick, the sickness going around, and were you afraid of getting getting COVID and possibly it taking a, a bad turn? No, honestly, as much pain as I was, I didn't care. You didn't care. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> please though. I think I was so more scared of my son because he had open heart surgery. He's two. He was two. Oh my gosh. So it's that. That's the whole thing that made me want to leave my job because I was telling like my son just had open heart surgery. It wasn't yeah. like. You know, it's something, you know, he had broke his arm and get surgery. It's like right. heart surgery. So, and my son also has seizures when he gets fevers. Oh. So, and he, he had a fever last year too after like a couple months after having heart surgery because, I don't know, he just got sick a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my main thing was like if I bring him back because his temperature from will go from like regular to like in a couple hours, like 102, and he'll go wow. right into a seizure. So that was like my main thing is like making sure he doesn't get sick and I'm the main person who's around them. And if I go to work and I come back. Right. You could be gonna, bringing it yeah, back Yeah. So, and it was not understanding that my, my job did not care. Really? I literally maxed out everything. I was just like, I'll take the two weeks COVID. I'll take my PTO, vacation time, everything. And I was still telling him my, his doctor wrote a note and I just pretty much maxed out of everything. That's another reason why I was they, like, I got to figure something out. They wouldn't give you FMLA or anything like I that? I was using that for my back surgery and his heart surgery, so I was maxing oh. that out, too. Oh, my gosh. He didn't really care. So I was just like, I'm not trying not to come back to work. I, that was my plan. But right. you guys not understand him, so I don't know. So 
you obviously probably left her on bad terms. Um, I guess yeah, because I never came back, but it was just, it wasn't like purposely. Right, you had um, to take care of your family. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. If I can explain it to like whoever's in charge. Was bankers considered a an essential worker yep. at the time? Yeah, well, they um, probably always were. <laughs> yeah, they literally always worked. Like my coworkers used to te- text me like they hate it and all these things. And are you coming back? And I was just like, I mean, I plan to, but <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to bring this down. And they don't. They just didn't care. And I was just like. You guys know my situation. I put this in before the pandemic even was thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just was like, no. <laughs> now, you were in New York City at the start of COVID, right? Um, pretty much. Um, I remember when the hospital, my son actually had heart surgery. That was the first case wow. in that hospital. Um, but the hospital is so scary. huge. Yeah, at the time it wasn't like, oh, okay, like it is what it is. But no, we tried to go visit the doctors after he had heart surgery, so how well he was doing. Mm-hmm. They was like, we're not letting anyone into the NICU. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Wow. Yeah, so. That's crazy. I, I remember like the first the first month or two of COVID happening. It was like, well, what is happening here? And it then was. New York City was like the worst. Yeah. Like, as far as cases and everything. And I remember being at work and we're like, are we going to shut down? <laughs> like right. Everybody else is like at home <laughs> taking a break. Exactly. And we're still working. I work at General Motors and oh, we were, okay. I guess, considered essential. You guys which kind of are not, not really. I don't understand how we're essential because we build cars. <laughs> That's but. what I'm saying. I'm like, the only people who are getting <laughs> another car is people who already have a car. They just, the yeah. lease is up. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was so weird because I have some friends who work at GM and okay. they were not now <laughs> ever. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of crazy about the whole thing too. And I, I can't talk bad about the company because it's against company policy. Right. Um, I could get fired, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful with what I say. But um, the thing is, I don't understand is like we're, we were working during the pandemic, but now it's like um, COVID, like to them, COVID's a, a huge deal, mm-hmm. but why were we working right it's almost like yeah. amazon yeah like it's, it's in fact deal. we were working almost more or actually we were working a lot of overtime during that time yeah and same with like amazon and people that work in the like ups and fedex right. and all those other companies and i don't i mean to me G, like gm is not a, like you said to me it's not essential like it's no, not no, sorry no. it's not i mean everyone who has a car need a car has a car and whatever at the lot they should just sell those and yeah yeah, to me, I don't know. They think it's weird. What I what it, what it made me realize is how much power these big corporations have. You know, like like banks oh, and yeah. um, uh, like General Motors, all these other like Ford, Chrysler, all these auto industries. Like, yeah. like the industries that run certain states that like because like, like the audio industry is huge in michigan oh i, I know so I they that. they made sure that they didn't shut those people down yeah it, <laughs> and it's really weird to me um it just showed like they really don't care i mean even as a small business owner i get it because now i'm on the other side because i have employees so like it's i get i get what they're doing but like i don't like a small business i don't have millions of dollars like mm-hmm. they have millions of dollars right chase i think one year made billions of dollars just in overdraft fees just in overdraft wow. fees and I didn't see anything of it. I didn't get a bonus or anything. Right. So to me, you guys I just, didn't get like a profit sharing or anything. We, I think one year he did put, uh, Jamie Dynan did put like $1,700 K, but there's some people who need that for, you know, $1,700 in cash mm-hmm. or something. Or I just find that really weird. So like there, they can afford like, t- like for my situation, like not let me come to work. Right. <laughs> it's not like I wasn't yeah. like not working or whatever the case may be and like G- like same thing gm like you guys right. don't really need to make cars right now right but that's i mean i don't know but then as a small business like me yes i do need these people because i don't have right. millions of dollars back so behind me. how does that make you feel as a business owner of multiple businesses that you weren't i mean i, I guess you were able to be open but mm-hmm. like if you weren't able to be open if you had to be closed during that time and other like big corporations were able to be open like let's say great clips mm-hmm. or places that do hair because yep. it's kind of the same thing right yeah, like is. you're you're doing uh work on people like hair or makeup or skin skin things <laughs> um, waxing and whatnot but um uh how would that make you feel as a business owner would you feel that like you're kind of being stifled a little bit like they're kind of trying to take from you no i honestly do think that like because even like when they gave out the ppp loan the other loan um 
it was it wasn't even small business that actually got it was corporations. Right. Um, I remember seeing on the news when the Cheesecake Factory CEO actually gave back millions of dollars, gave it back to the government because they got approved for it, mm-hmm. which doesn't make no sense. Like you're not technically a small business. Right. They are because it's a big business with smaller franchises. So like the smaller franchises. What? Yeah. So that's how it works. So that's how like Cheesecake was able to do it because like even McDonald's. McDonald's is a million dollar company. But, billion billion dollar company. Yeah, exactly. They're probably one of the biggest companies. No, exactly. And they're never probably going to go away. Um, but like I used to work for McDonald's. The owner of the McDonald's I worked for, he owned that small franchise. So he right. owned the one on Saginaw, the one on by the airport, and the one on Kreitz. So that's was his, but he actually had like a higher up. Right. So he could have applied and gotten the loan because these are his oh, okay. small businesses. I see. So he's getting it. He's getting there the local business is getting it like because that guy's considered a local business local, owner. small business yes okay so he's getting it yes. not the corporation necessarily yes. but he's still going to the corporation as a whole exactly and it's that's, really weird because it's like you can just x the higher up like jamie diamond gets paid two, 22 million dollars a year just in salary so i was like why can't he just take a pay cut right and close these stores and then you know I, that's just my opinion. So I felt really weird. And no, um, and then it was like I opened in the middle of pandemic. So I would not have gotten any loan because I did not open prior. You had to be wow. before February 2020. So I wouldn't have gotten Why anything. is that? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no wow. clue. <laughs> See, I think it's really cool that people during the pandemic, because you're not the only person I talked to that opened up a business during the pandemic. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's cool that people who like really, they like I can't get a job or, um, you know, they realize that. <clears throat> they didn't like their job and they were they were laid off and mm-hmm. they had nothing better to do but try to better their life and they, they didn't want to go back to their their normal job so i think it's really cool that people took that step yeah um the pandemic just had you have a lot of time to think absolutely uh, so that was like the best time um because i didn't even do my business when i i didn't even think about my business when i was in the pandemic i was just like okay so i'm getting paid a little bit of lead pay but it wasn't like my full pay so mm-hmm. I just, I know how to do websites and like apply for LLCs and all that stuff. So that's what I was doing. I was helping other smaller businesses that wanted to actually have a real business. Okay. And I was doing that for them. So I was just doing that. And I was actually making more money than that, doing that than at my job. So I was just like, well, maybe I should just leave. That was like the (laughs) first start. Like, maybe I should just leave. So then I was like, okay, well, let me try that. I was I can do that and I can open this spa at the same time. But then I opened up the spa and I was like fully booked. So I didn't have time to do anything else. So what was your process like? Did you have to write out a business plan? Um, are you, do you know how to do that? Or did you just, like, were you just like, I'm just going to find a, a space and then I'm just going to open up? Um, so I don't have a business plan, but I'm working on it because okay. Skin Studio 211 is, has become way bigger than I ever imagined. I have, it went from me last year, a year ago, one person to now have a team of five. Wow. Yeah. So like it's growing at such a rate that I am like now like trying to even catch up from not doing stuff before. <laughs> like I was not doing like counting my money correctly. I, wow. Like when people like, how much you spend advertising? I don't know. I was just spending money. <laughs> now it matters because people are asking me these questions and important people. And I'm just like, okay, I got to get it together. So. So do you have like a, a, biz, a business partner? Or do, no, are it's just me still. Just you, you're just no, figuring it all out on your own? Just figuring it all out. So now I'm like currently now looking for like a, a, a business lawyer to write correct contracts. Before it was just me just like writing my own contract. I mean, that's still valid, but I want it more professional. And right. um, looking for, I have an accountant now and it's like me catching up on those things. Wow. And I, I didn't have a plan. I literally just knew how to apply for LLC. I know how to build a website. Um, I think I spent most of my time looking for the correct booking system I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew how to... I, I knew how to get a business phone. I knew how to do general stuff. Right. I literally know how to build a business. But now that it's past me, I need to make sure I'm doing it correctly. So, like, if a pandemic ever happens, I have the right paperwork and right. everything's correct or all these grants and loans and stuff that are coming about, I'm able to apply for them. So... There's a... I want to open up a business and the the process of it because i i'm more of a skeptical person i'm like do i have the capability and the the knowledge to to kind of get it off the ground like i know what i want to do but how do i get to that point and it's super intimidating like looking at how to like build a business plan because um, that's like the first step you have to do, right? Um, Essentially, I mean, it depends on where you want to take your business. So, like, I don't really need a business plan for anything else besides certain grants. And um, I tried, was trying to buy my building, and which is so weird. I'm trying to buy <laughs> my building, and I needed 
that a business plan for that for the b- banks. But other than okay. that, it really I didn't need a business plan to do anything else. Like as far as getting product or anything, they didn't ask me for a business. They just like, are you licensed? Let me see it, and then you're good. So you had to get financing though, right? From no. the bank to open um, up? No, not finance from the bank. I, I don't. I hate starting loans with um, with the business because a business usually does make money for the first five years. I'm just lucky that it's making business money, <laughs> but for the most part, most people don't make money um, for the first five years. So I never suggest getting a loan at all. I do not suggest that um, because you don't even know if you really like the business. It's just an idea, as a concept. Mm. Then when you start putting in that work, you're like, oh, it's way more than I thought. Like, right. you know, a lot of people do fail, unfortunately, but you know, it's not for you know the weak. Right. So so I don't suggest that, but I mean, it's a great part to start with the business plan. But even me, like reading some of these questions, I'm like, if I wasn't going at such a fast rate with my business, I would not know how to answer these questions. Right. Um, so I just say, just do it first to see if you even <laughs> like it. Um, and then if you actually like it, it's like going crazy and you're like, oh, this is truly what I want to do. Then you can go into um, get into a business plan. Cause now you have a concept of what it takes, what, where right. you want to take it, what you've been through and everything to be able to answer those business plan questions. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy that you didn't really have a plan. <laughs> no. You just kind of jumped into it. And you're like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And, and you did it and it's succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. Way more than I can even imagine. I, like. I love people that can figure out a way to go against the grain. Cause everybody will tell you like, I, I mean, like I said, I'm a skeptical person. So I like, I research like how to start a business. Oh, like, and they're going to say business plan. That's like the first plan, thing they first say. Thing. I'm, I'm literally telling them, I'm like, that's not the first thing because it's like, you're going to do this business plan what takes months. It does. Yeah. <laughs> months. And even when you get it right, you're still going to have to go back and tweak it. Yeah. And then you come to find you don't even like it. <laughs> like literally all the ideas, think about all the ideas you right. thought was a business. Yeah. And you don't even like it. Right. Like that would have been a waste of your time. Like just, just do it. And then you can probably go back and then business plan is just telling you what your five year plan is, what you've been through, mm-hmm. what, where you're at now in hopes that someone will give you money or help you out. That's all the business plan right. is, but you're not even in that state right now. It's just you. Right. And most people may just be done for the whole life. So mm-hmm. would, you may never need the business plan. Right. What I think is kind of crazy about um, businesses is it's way easier to get a student loan but it's really difficult to get a business loan. Oh my god! Yeah, like, uh, it, yeah, not even a business loan grant. See, too, like, I, I always they always deny me because of how fast my business is growing and the sales and whatnot. Oh, wow! But they don't see like everything else. They haven't had a conversation with me for me to explain. Like, you know, you should give me this grant because of X, Y, Z. So it is easier to get through loan, which is really sad because. Thank God I don't have really have no much. I don't have three thousand dollars in student loans. So thank God, but <laughs> but it is much easier to get student loan than it is for you to actually get funding to start a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's unfair because most people don't even use their degree. Oh yeah, and they don't even pay the student loan back. So, right, like, exactly. that was a waste of time. I think it's probably because they they can no matter what they can always get their money or they will get figure out a way. Yeah, they'll find out a way. And you, like even if you go like you go into bankruptcy, it doesn't go it, away. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Even if you, I don't even know if you die, does it like go? I don't know. <laughs> Will your I family's mean, responsible for it? I mean, I'm not paying, I'm <laughs> right? not paying somebody's. Someone else's through the laws, like they just put it on my credit now. <laughs> like, that's really weird. And it's really, it's unfortunate that it's that way because, you know, they always say, you know, small businesses is, through, you know, makes the world go round, but it's right. like you guys don't support small businesses. So right. it really does it. Now, being a local business owner, did you see a lot of local businesses go under during, during COVID? Do you know of like anybody? I've heard. I've never personally met anyone, but I've seen a lot of businesses obviously closed down that's mm-hmm. been around for 25 years and all these other things. And like, well, I think, well, Okemos Mall, Meridian Mall, they mm-hmm. filed bankruptcy. And, yeah. You know, um, Reno's West closed down. You know, now it's One North. So it's yeah. really unfortunate that all of these things have, you know, gone down, but, you know, that's what being a small business owner is. is mm-hmm. Taking risks. Yeah, you take the yeah. risk of it being closed down. Every day is a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, um, the services you offered. Is there anybody else in town that offer the same kind of services? Are you? Do you have competition? I have a lot of competition. Um, yes, there's a lot of people, but I don't like. I'm not gonna gloat or anything, but I really am like like almost number one. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Um, just because I work so hard and I push so hard and like I'm always thinking of different ways to promote. And I think mm-hmm. one thing about me, I'm a millennial. 
right. think that beats a lot of people because yeah. I know a lot of businesses that were, have refused to almost get online. Um, and I literally tell them like social like, media is the easiest marketing. Oh yeah. Me. And it's free. Exactly. Yeah. I think I posted my video, um, of like a promo video of when I first opened up and that's at like 30,000 views. Wow. Yeah. And I, I, that's not even like really with promotion or anything. That was just like right. me just putting it up there and let's see wow. what happened. And I'm, always on social media <laughs> so bad i'm always on social media but like that's the best advertising you can do that's why when people ask me what's my budget i'm like i don't really spend mm-hmm. that much when i first started i didn't spend my i didn't spend anything i just right. was on facebook right and i love facebook it's my favorite thing but <laughs> why is it your favorite thing well no it's so personable you could do words you could do video um, oh you mean as far as like advertising yeah okay i thought and, you meant like just being on facebook no that too was, <laughs> it's like the funnest i'm like thing. i hate facebook it's so addicting what? but i hate it i love facebook i'm starting to love tiktok too because that's a oh my gosh you'll get one video and be on there for five hours dude for real <laughs> i was i was talking to a, a lady the other day and uh she was saying her son has like twenty thousand, like like his one of his videos has like twenty thousand views and i'm like i can't get on tiktok because if i do it's, it's like an hour later it's like yeah one of my videos right now is at 3.9 million views. Wow. Yeah, I have 10,000 followers on um, TikTok. And I was just by like, well, let me just throw this up here. Let me just see. And, and that's went crazy. I was like. Is that how you advertise too is on TikTok? I do do TikToks as well um, when I can think of them. Because most of the time I'm just scrolling. So I got to stop. <laughs> um, I try to think of TikToks. And then my main thing is Facebook. I'm mainly on Facebook. I mean, personally, mm-hmm. always on Facebook. We're on everything pretty much. You can find us pretty much everywhere. But that's my main thing is like Facebook. And it's not just my promote my business. Like I'll do quotes and I'll just share my struggles and everything. Mm-hmm. I think one of my friends, uh, someone who knows me literally said like, you know, your Facebook page is really organic. Cause it's like, you don't just share just wins. I'm like, no, I'm not going to just share just wins. Cause I want them to know, like being a business owner, like you'll cry real tears, but right. you still got to keep going. <laughs> People who share just wins, like make me skeptical. Yeah. I'm like, you're, are you really? Yeah, really happy that? every day. No, no. I literally tell all my business owners that, like, when I share my like downs, they always be like, "Oh, I'm so glad you shared that because I'm going through." I was like, "You guys need to start sharing that because everyone wants to be a business owner, but mm-hmm. they don't know what it takes. Yeah. They need to know you cry today and right. tomorrow, and then next week you have no choice but to be happy." Somebody told me um, that it's not what it's cracked up to be. You're so, always you'll sometimes you'll be the last person paid, and uh, you know it's 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 a real struggle. It's a, yeah. it's a hustle every single day and day in and day out. It's 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 really not for a week. Like there's days when I'm like, you know what? Let me just apply, see if I apply it. Just see if, <laughs> if I can get a job. Let me just see. I've thought about it so many times, and I you know at first it wasn't so bad, but now that I have employees, that makes it even like that's a whole nother level. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, that kind of gives you another sense of responsibility. Oh my God. Because you're not God. just responsible for yourself. You're responsible, you're responsible for, for their families and how yeah. they're going to get paid. And and it's and then it's like, you know, some people say they want to be there, but they don't. They're not motivated. And I'm starting to see, like, I almost want to, like, contact all my managers. Like, I'm so sorry for being the employee, employee I was. <laughs> I now see why you did this. And I see why you were upset because I'm going through the same thing. And it's so sad. And I have other business owners as well that's in my group. And they'll text me and we'll text each other back for like, look this is what happened or we'll ask each other for advice because we all don't know like what we're right. doing at all either right and i'm just like yeah having employees is probably like the biggest struggle for me right now because i'm like i'm motivated mm-hmm. i want this so bad but not everybody wants the same dream as right. you right yeah yeah how would you get get people to be on board with the same dream and same ideologies not really ideologies but as far as like wanting the success that you want they have to believe in you. That's the only thing. Because how would you business, get that? You don't. You just go through people. Honestly, I have one person on my team who truly believes in me, and I know she does. She tells me all the time, and she's sticking around and everything. And I have other people who may not. I, I'm not sure. They don't tell me, but she for sure <laughs> believes in me. She does so much um, for me as well. And Did you hear that? yeah, you can. <laughs> like, that's really I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah she really believes in me and um i know that for a fact and i have a pretty solid team um but then again i think about like from a year or two from now like their life is gonna change i don't know you know even you know people have deaths in their family they get Mm -hmm. married they have kids so they may want to move on and you know i tell my team all the time i don't know what i do i've never been a manager Mm -hmm. never worked in a spa salon so like I may make a lot of mistakes that you don't have to worry about it if you work right. somewhere else. But if you stick around, it's going to be worth it. Right. Now, I remember when, um, actually, today is my eight years at GM. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying my employment at GM. Okay, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, when when I got hired in, uh, I worked for a, a, a landscaping company called Eric Rogers, and I remember the day that they called me. Um, they were like, "Hey, you want to accept a, a position at GM and whatnot?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a, it'd be a full time job." And so. I was able to quit the landscaping company, but in order to do so, I had to talk to, you know, the, the owner mm-hmm. of the place. I talked to the wife, the owner's wife and, uh, Amy, her name's Amy. And I was like, Hey, you know, I, I have to start at GM. Um, unfortunately I can't give you my two weeks notice. They want me yeah. to start next Monday. And she, she told me, she was like, um, I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you. And you know, I want, I, I hope it works out for you. And like, she was, she wanted me to to move on and to better to better yeah. things and i think that's an important thing for employers to like especially small business owners to realize that um their success is from their employees mm-hmm. you know and and you should always kind of want them to to better their life and of if it's, even if it's not with you and it, they have to move on to do so it mm-hmm. i mean you can always find somebody else who right. you know and I tell them all the time, I'm like, you know, don't stick around just because or right. anything. I'm like, you know, you have your own life too. I don't want you working here if you know you want to, I don't know, do something else with your life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you may want to um, take a hiatus or whatever you want to <laughs> do. Like, if you want to work from home at another job, go ahead. Or if you want to start your own business. Yeah, like, just, I, I, I don't mind. Don't stick around uh, for me. But, like, one thing I, I want anyone who works for me even like 10 years from now, I really want to take care of them. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be a Jamie Diamond, make $22 million and the people below me make less than 60 grand right. a year. Right. Like if I can, I'll give you a bonus. If like whatever I can do to help you, you right. know, I want to be one of them. What is the undercover bosses that like goes <laughs> into stores and then like, you know, hair shrug and then give you a car if you don't have one type of thing. Right. Like I really want to be able to do that because without them, they're not like I'm nothing. Right. Regardless exactly. of how much money I make. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I don't know, that's just me. Um, you take care of your employees and they'll take care of you. Yeah, I truly yeah. believe in that. That's why I'm always asking them, like, do you guys need anything? Like, please talk to me. Like, I don't care if it's something I'm doing wrong. Like, mm-hmm. please tell me because I won't know unless you say something. Right. And that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, please talk to me. Like, don't sit here and, like, chit-chat in the background or just quit and then right. don't even give them the opportunities. That's one thing that people don't give small businesses is the opportunity. You mess up one time with a customer, employee, mm-hmm. that is, you're done. <laughs> Like right, literally right. done. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you upset with me when you never told me? Right. So that's, yeah, that's one thing I've learned is like that. So obviously um, you having to leave Chase Bank, uh, that which sounds like it was a good job. I, I love Chase. I just didn't like my employees at this branch, <laughs> my, my coworkers at this branch. I, I just, I had moved to a new branch and I didn't, I think I only been there for like six months and then I needed to take a leave of absence i did not like my employee uh, my co-workers they were not the best that was another reason why i didn't want to go back because i did not <laughs> like them um not all of them some of them and um yeah i love work for chase like i tried to go back but mm-hmm. they didn't even want me. so um I, you had to leave obviously because mm-hmm. y- you weren't able to get the time off that you needed to take care of your family yeah now if something like that were to come up for your employees how would you handle a situation like that well, I'm a small business, so I will I would tell them like I can't afford to pay you while you're gone. Mm-hmm. Then you should just you know go somewhere else or whatever. Um, I don't have that in my funds because I'm a small business. Now, if right. I was bigger, I have no problem. Like I understand, especially like my situation. My son had a whole heart surgery, mm-hmm. so right. that was a big thing for me. Um, but I'm very understanding. I think one of my people had to. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think something happened, and she was like, "Can I just have the day off?" And I was like, "Sure." Like, right. I mean, I'll, I'll do what I can if I can. Right. I'm not gonna hold it against you, but if yeah. you talk to me, I have no problem. That's a that's a hard balance because, like you said, you want to be able to make sure that your employees talk to you and they're open, and that you're able to help them as much as possible. But at the same time, you have a business to run, and you got to make yeah. money yeah. in order to pay for them to to live and yeah, for the families to live. I'm not the like. I, I, I don't mind them telling me things, but it's how many times you tell me about your sad story. Right. So I, I understand, you know, some people, life just keeps happening to them. Keep Like, no matter what they do, <laughs> life just keeps happening. And I get that. But I for me, I don't feel like that's an excuse because, like I said, my son had heart surgery. I still had to do what I do. I had back surgery. I went back to doing spa stuff two weeks ago, two wow. weeks after that. Um, my, I had my son. I went through esthetician school the entire time pregnant from the moment I found out 
to I went back to esthetician school five days after giving birth. Wow. I do not play because I feel like everyone has a sad story. Nobody effing cares. How did so how did how did you develop that? Um, what was your life like prior? So I want to say it's my grandmother. So she, she passed away, but okay. she's like, I've never seen her at a job, got a paycheck that I know of. But for some reason, I never went without. I never had to worry about anything. I hope I don't cry because I always do this. <laughs> I really need to get a box of tissues. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I've never seen her work, but like people who know, knew her before I was even born, she even, even sounded like, you know, um, that's not like that's just who she was, and I was like, I think I developed that, and I think that's why I know I'm her favorite. My family would say I'm her favorite. Was her favorite, so like I'm, I'm not lying. Um, she, like she just pushed that into me, and I've always been like that. Um, even so, I grew up in New York, and I grew up in like a really terrible neighborhood, but Where, like, like in like in New York, New York City, not New York City. So I lived okay. in Queens, okay. and it's. This is really like they call it the Six Borough because it was in Far Rockaway. So Far Rockaway is on the very tip of New York, and it's only not an island yet because because <laughs> it should be almost a line island because it always floods um it's just a tiny piece of it connected and that tiny piece wow. always gets floods like wow. today like it's raining it's probably flooding out there wow. um so i lived on that part and um even walk like even my sister she used to be always in the neighborhood i never was i was always at the library L- libraries knew me faithfully wow. i think the max of books that you could check out was 15 i checked out every week 15 books and read it every all 15 Holy I remember cow. reading three books in one day. I would just be, you see, in trouble for reading. <laughs> I'm like, how am I getting in trouble when I'm reading a book? And all my other friends are not doing that. I'm like, I'll read all books. Um, people in my um, neighborhood used to think I was going to be a president. I was like, I want to be in <laughs> politics. But if that's what you want to believe. So they're not even surprised that I'm like a business owner and stuff like that. I don't right. think it surprises anyone because even being young, like, this is my, my goal. Like, not goal to own a business, but they knew I would be something. Like, was not right. going to be level. So seeing your grandma kind of made you like realize she was she was like a good like inspiration or role model yeah. for you to be like okay I'm I need to strive to work as hard as possible to make any business that you get involved in. As I wouldn't. I don't even know. I think she just installed it in me. Like because I lived with her, so that's where, why I moved here because I moved my mom. But and then not even just her. Like my mom too. She's always worked two jobs. Right now she works two jobs. And I tell her all the time, why are you working two jobs? Because you don't need to. But she just, I don't know, she just wants to, I guess. Yeah. I mean, um, and then my grandma, she worked as a nurse since she was 17. And they made her retire. So I guess it was just in, I want to say wow. in my family, just those three people. Because not everyone, I don't know, <laughs> is like that. Really, I'm literally like the only one, like, as far as, like, my age group, my generation. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the only one actually doing something. And I feel like, I literally tell people all the time, like, it's me that has to change my family going forward. Right. It's no one else. I feel it. I I know it. It's no one else that's gonna change my family's dynamic of anything but me. Right. Like right now. So right. I have every day I think about that. Like can can do whatever I want. <laughs> I literally <laughs> feel guilty when I do things with people, because um, I'm like I could be doing something for my business. <laughs> that's so terrible. <laughs> but I and I should have fun too because I'm only 26. But right. It's right. Like, Let me have. I'll have fun later. <laughs> that I kind of have the same thing like with a podcast. I'm like every time. I, like, I'll stay up late watching TV, and I'm like, well, I'm such a piece of shit. I literally, that's what I'm like, you should not have done that. You should, really should have gone out to this party. You really should have. And then I'm like, and then I sleep, and I'm like, you should have got up at six. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like crap. I, it's terrible. <laughs> so what do you do to kind of to mitigate that? Do you do you focus more on work? Like I if do. You, yeah. I'll, if I, say if I went out for, like, three days, mm-hmm. I will sleep <laughs> for the next seven days. <laughs> And um, I try to give myself grace and tell them, like, you know, you guys have fun and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, let me make up for it by working as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So now if I get my, if I work, went out three days and I gave my excuse, myself an excuse of not, why I didn't do X, Y, Z, I tried to, like, well, you was able to go out three days, so you need to do it right now. Like, stay up later. You was able to stay out to have drinks, but you're not able to stay up to do X, Y, Z. So That's hard. Yeah, no. Especially when you have friends who are like, come on, come on. Just, no. Just, let's just uh, have two drinks. My <laughs> friends really do that. And some of my friends, like, one of my friends works a nine to five. And some one point we was getting, like, really into each other. Because, like, I never see you, but you always go out. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going. The people I'm going out, they all own businesses. And when we t- go out, we're talking business <laughs> over drinks. We may be drunk and still talking business. I'm like, so that's not really fun. I'm telling nice. you, like, that's what we do. But 
then I was to tell her, like, she's right, I got to still hang out with her. And I don't mind if my friends or anyone I know have a nine-to-five because I, I don't think everyone should be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that because we still need workers. Oh, absolutely. And it's not in everybody. It's not for yeah. the week. So still work if you like it. Just be in yeah. a higher position like Jamie Diamond. He still works. He still has right. a job. That's right. a nine-to-five. But he's CEO and makes more money than I do, and I'm a business owner. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. you got to look at it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, being a business owner is not not an easy thing i i've never started a business but i want to like i said and it, i i can't imagine how difficult it, it's it's the thought of starting it is like okay what steps do i need to take in order to just get there honestly i don't once, think that once you the get there for me that's the hardest like the you thought. think that's the hardest until you actually like have all this free time and then you're like what do i do with it how yes. do i schedule how do i plan yeah and you're like oh, I can do whatever I want because I can sleep in, I can blah, blah, and you mm-hmm. have no discipline. Like, for me, that's, like, the hardest is my discipline because I'm like, wow, I was able to wake up at 5 a.m. when I lived in New York because it took up me an hour, hour and a half to get to work. Holy cow. Exactly. So <laughs> I didn't be there at 8. Uh, I wake up at 5. <laughs> um, it's terrible. So I was like, wow, I was able to wake up at 5 a.m. when I had a job, but mm-hmm. now it is so hard for me to wake up at freaking even 7. Right. Um, but do you find that you're working harder now than you were, like, doing a 9-to-5? No, I don't feel like I work hard enough. You don't feel like you work hard enough? No. But do you feel like you work harder now than you did then? No. Really? I don't, I, I don't think so. Maybe it's in my, my head. Maybe other people yeah. would say different. But in my <laughs> head, I feel like I should be able to wake up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. like I did when I worked for Chase. I feel like I should be able to, should be able to, because when I worked at, when I was pregnant, I worked two jobs. I was able to work at Chase, leave there, go to Buffalo Wings, and get home at like two o'clock in the morning. Why am I not able to do that now? Like that makes me upset. And well, you have a kid. I need that too. <laughs> I, I mean, I do have a kid, but even then, he like I just feel like I feel like I should, and I just I don't know. I feel like it was more disciplined when I had. I know I was on someone else's clock. Like, right. if I did not come, I would lose my job. Right. This is like, I'm the business, I'm the owner. Like, mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. And I get a lot of want. people. I know, I don't do whatever <laughs> I want. I can call out if I want to. Right. But it's like, I don't get paid today. Right. That's another thing. So, I think it's more so having all this free time and saying, like, when to prioritize something. Like, you know, you have a customer co- uh, customer complaint. When should you do it? Whereas, like, I used to just throw that to my manager. Like, well, right. she said X, Y, Z, and she handles it and hands, handles it in a timely man- manner. Like, like I said, people don't give small businesses grace. So, mm-hmm. like, you don't get back to them in a certain amount of time. They're upset about that. Right. And they don't realize, like, I gotta, I'm got i actually having clients as well. I'm not just standing around. And I right. forgot. You can't forget when you're a business owner. Now, do you think it would be – I don't know where you're at, like, financially with your business and, like um, – but do you think that it would be beneficial to maybe hire somebody who would be, like, a manager that could handle, like, the complaints and maybe some of the things that – like, no, because they be still want to talk duties. to me. They still want to talk to you. Yeah, they don't care. They want to talk to owner. Just like when you go into uh, any store, like I used to work for Buffalo Wings, so Buffalo Wings, you know, you're trying to tell them like, hey, like, you know, I'm sorry, blah, blah, No, I still want to talk to the manager. Then, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, the manager's going to tell you the same thing. You get the manager. They say the same exact what thing. What is it about small businesses? When you go to, into a small business and somebody has a complaint, they're like, I want to talk so to the owner. owner. Like, no, you can talk to the manager. Because yeah. when you go to, like, Walmart or something, you would be like, I want to talk to the manager. And you don't want to talk people, to the owner. <laughs> the, the, they don't look at small business the same thing as corporations. Like me, I run my business as just like a corporation. So I get paid like a W-2. Okay. As, even as an owner, like I have a 401k, even as an owner. Like I have everything that they do if I work for a regular job. Mm-hmm. And people, and I have like, a, I guess a manager who's someone I was like, okay, you're the team lead type of person. Right. And I'm like, so any complaints, you handle that. <laughs> but they still like, I want to talk to her. Or even my reception. My receptionist would say, oh, she's not available right now. Or I say, like, oh, you can't get in Lauren's book for two weeks. I, w- I want to talk to her anyway. And then ask me the same question, and I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm booked for two <laughs> Like, I'll let you know. Oh, okay, no problem. And I was wow. like, well, so you wasted time out of my day, and I could be right. doing something else. Right. Like, it was a big urgency just for, just for me to say the same thing. And right. I don't understand that, like, I do services just like my other team, mm-hmm. and the receptionist is free, so talk to her. Right. She can communicate through me, but, nope, they don't want to talk to the owner. Yeah, I mean, I think it has something to do with it being a small business. People want it to be more personable, mm-hmm. but at the same time, is like people also, when they want to complain about something, they want to like kind of take it out on the owner. Oh, like it's, they do. Like it's their fault, and then, you know, it's just it's they just do. a work in progress with everything. And it's so crazy because <clears throat> all us, all of us, small uh, small businesses that I know, we go above and beyond. Like I'm quick to be like, here's your money back. Like I, I just be like, you know, I don't want no parts of it. Like right. money back, let me do a free service. All that that's still not good enough. They don't care. They 
they are quick to write you a bad review. Think I only have two out of 150 on Google. Wow. I only have two. That's impressive. <laughs> but both of those situations, I literally reached out. One of them, I reached out to them, and I we, they wrote the review first. They didn't even call us. Oh, jeez. I reached out as soon as I saw it because I get it immediately, and I said, asked her what the issue was. And, you know, for me, I want to be able to figure out what I did wrong so I could mm-hmm. not do it for someone else. You don't have right. to come back, but I don't want to do it to someone else. You fix it. No, yeah. they, she wasn't for that. Then someone else, we literally went above behind before she even wrote the review. And then she wrote the review two weeks later. And wow. then two weeks later, requested her money back. Wow. And I was just like, no, you're good. we <laughs> went out of our way. And I literally was just like, no. And then even that made her upset because I said, no, in a small business, you can't say no. Right. And, no, forget about it. Right. And they would tear you apart because oh, yeah. you're a small business. And I'm That's like, crazy. you would never do this for McDonald's. You'll yeah. complain about McDonald's and still go there the next day. Right. Here, yeah. you would tear me apart and never come back and tell everyone to come to me. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we have the same grades? That's why I McDonald's, small, like, actually, I go more hard for small business than I do any large company. Like, when I go to small business, they're like, here's your change, keep it. Like, That's I don't awesome. want it. Like, that to you. Uh, Mr. Leslie, Mr. Leslie Cheesecake. He literally hates. I literally hate when he skipped past the tip tip part. Where's this at? Um, Allen Market. Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. By the way, check that out. I need to check it out. I love cheesecake. It is the best (laughs) cheesecake in the world. (laughs) The best cheesecake in the world. And I've had Junior's uh, Cheesecake Factory. Like I had a lot of cheesecake. Where's Junior's Cheesecake Factory? New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that was like I'm gonna go on a on a cheesecake hunt. (laughs) It's really good, but he I literally hate when he skipped past the tip line because he like oh you know he like you're good again. He'll sometimes because we are like really close. He'll give me cheesecake free, and I'm like I'm paying for every one of these. Mm -hmm. Like or sometimes people give me a discount or whatever. I like do not give me. I want to pay full price for this. Yeah, because. I know you're a small business. I know what you go through. I'm tipping for right. all the complaints you had today. Right. That's what I want to tip for. I don't That's care. Cool. That is cool. I mean, so do you find yourself like shopping locally, more locally than, than you were before you started a business? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think actually being in Lansing, because it's so much easier than in New York. Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> Lansing, I definitely do like as much as possible um, share stuff as much as I can because I know I have a big following. Um, shout people out if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a, go to a lot of pop-ups, and if I go to pop-ups, I honestly don't make money at pop-ups because I spend all my money on the small businesses. <laughs> <laughs> I buy from every vendor if I can. Wow. Yeah, there's some people who uh, have like things that I don't, I don't, I know for a fact that I don't, I'm not gonna do with anything. I don't want to waste yeah. their product. Right. Um, but yeah, I literally shop at every vendor if I can. Wow. Where's yeah. like what kind of pop-ups do you go to? Like, so I go like markets. Like? Yes. So my friend Najima Iman, she owns You Shine in Events. She has one like every Friday, so it's Afterglow every Friday at Rodeo Park right now. Until okay. Like September second. Okay. I can't remember, but she throws up a lot of it. She's like hired by a lot of people to throw pop ups. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely go to hers. Um, and then I just see some on my social media. There's some other people that do it on Southside. Okay. Um, I think there's Art Fest coming up. Then there's like the 420 Cannabis Fest. I try okay. to go that one. I try to go all the ones I see on my social media. Right. And I was just trying to buy as much as I can. Wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. I spend more money on all the businesses. Than so when you go to a pop-up, what kind of services do you offer? Do you, um, is so it... we sell product. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah, we sell product and we sell services at the same time. So we'll do a discount services and we'll sell product. So, oh, cool. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, sounds like it. It's extremely... How many hours do you average a day when you're working? I think 11, 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. And that's every day. That's no lunch break, no nothing. Every day, seven days a week. I work seven days a week. Like, today's my off day. I'm here. Wow. I feel like <laughs> I shouldn't be keeping No, you. it's okay. <laughs> this is the only day. And tomorrow And you're work. still working because you're you're promoting your business. Yes. I work every day. And when people are like, when's your off day? I'm like, my off day, quote, unquote. <laughs> it's Thursday. But it's really not because I'll do... A bunch of other things on that day. Um, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it's, wow. a, it's a good thing, but not. Yeah, I mean, it probably gives you the opportunity to get things done that you need, to, that you kind of lacked doing during oh, yeah. the week, like at home or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't speak at home. My mom <laughs> hates my room right now. I'm like, Mom, I'm just going to have to hire someone to do my I literally try to hire someone to do almost everything for me. I pay ship so much money because I'm so busy. Um, I pay Instacart. Am- oh, Amazon. Forget about it. My Amazon cart is... <laughs> Every day I get packaged from Amazon because I order for my business and I order for personal life. Oh. Um, I pay my receptionist a lot of money too to for the store for me. <laughs> it's so bad. I spend like convenience. Literally right. that's what you pay for when you're small business convenience. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you're spending money, but in, in the same time, it saves like you time. may be kind of losing some money doing that, but it saves you time and it makes you more productive because you're able to to work more at your business. Yeah. And who knows what kind of effect it would have later on financially down the road. Right. No, it do- has helped a lot because sometimes I would have to hurry up and try to run to the store because I have to get something. I got a ticket one time. <laughs> Um, yeah, cause I was speeding. <laughs> he, he was very nice that he was going to let me go, but he was like, he was doing well over 20 and I was like, I know. <laughs> so, uh, I had, I ran out of wax and this is when I first opened up. I didn't expect to be so busy as I was so uh-huh. booked. And I had, I had finished a client like 15 minutes early and I had to run to get wax. And I sped there and I sped back and I was late anyway because I got a ticket. So I got a ticket and I was late, but the girl was so nice. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I got a ticket. Here's my proof. Like, so mm-hmm. it's one of those things. Well, it definitely has saved me a lot because I probably got more tickets. So <laughs> it's okay. I'm not upset. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I think what you what you did is awesome. Uh, I was talking to a, a gentleman yesterday that I met at the Okemos, um uh, Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started a woodworking business, like mm-hmm. selling... Um, uh, like I think he started off making, um, cutting boards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now he's kind of branching off into other things like tables and whatnot. Right. And so I went over to his tent cause I was like, this, this is kind of cool. Um, and I was asking him his story and he's like, yeah, I, he's like, I got laid off during COVID mm-hmm. and he's like, so I, I figured I'd just start, start doing this. And then it kind of became something. And now he has his own business business and he's like, I'm never never going back and you, and you enjoy it and that's like that's why i tell people i mean like just try that like you for you just start it mm-hmm. like because i know a lot of people who start it um and don't like it like uh i also have i guess another business um so oh, my geez. building <laughs> so when i was looking for a room for just me everywhere i went off with the entire suite so i just wow. went ahead and just got the entire suite so i had it was just me out of one room and then i had like six other rooms to wow. rent out so i rented them to other businesses and I like that I do that because it gives them the opportunity to try it out. So right. I have some people who literally only was there for a month. I've had one person who's been there since day one, since a whole year ago. Wow. Um, so it kind of makes you realize like, oh, what it takes because I've had people who I'm still close with who used to be there and literally is just like, yeah, I thought I was ready, but I'm not and went back to their nine to five. Wow. So, I mean, you got to try it. Um, right. And it's better to try now when we're in a pandemic, when mm-hmm. it's free money, free grants, free all this stuff, you know, you're working from home, like start your business and just try it out. Cause then you might right. be able to leave rather than wait until life goes back to regular. And right. it's so much more harder. Right. And I'm like, customers right now are looking like, like I said, businesses have closed down. So people are looking for new places to go mm-hmm. and they're in a good place right now to support businesses like Lansing, you know, is so much support uh, small businesses, live local, love Lansing. Right. They're all trying to small businesses. So why not start now when they're actually doing this? I mean, it's going to die now, of course, but right. do it now <laughs> so you can try it out. Yeah, because life kind of slowed down a little bit. So people have more time to like go to go to these markets, right. kind of wander around town and exactly. see, see what's locally. And I tell people all the time, just try it. Like. I'm terrible, but I'll tell you not to try it like legally right now. Like uh, that's just me. I'm like, listen, people are gonna go to you regardless. So <laughs> I'm like, it's up to them. But like, try it out because you don't even know. Like even esthetician, like why spend? I spent ten thousand dollars on my license. Why spend that much money? And I know a girl who spent that much money don't even like it. Right. You wasted all that money, and she right. paid for it like during school. So she's paying like five hundred dollars a month. Wow. To not do it. <laughs> wow. That's insane. She's a YouTuber now. See. Is she like, is she successful? Um, I think so. I mean, she still lives in New York, so must be. She has no house, so. What, what channel? What, what, what does she do? Um, she's a YouTuber now. I know she does lash extensions, but she was okay. already doing that so prior. She does, like, makeup before. and stuff. No, just lash extensions. I don't have any arms. Like lash extensions, like solely individual lashes on their eyelashes. Yeah. How do you do that? It takes two hours. <laughs> it's t- it takes two hours. Yeah. That sounds intense. Yeah, I don't know how she does that all day because I do it too and. I get two clients back to back and like my neck is hurt, my back, 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 but I'm like, oh no, I can't do this thing. I do other things, but she was doing that before. So she okay. got her license was to expand other things and don't want to do anything else, right. but she still does her lashes. So I was just like, wow. at least you dragged it. Yeah. I mean, but you wasted $10,000 right. right there. There's definitely smarter ways to go about things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But life is about, you know, take a chance. Oh, absolutely. Like. Yeah. It's all about risk and uh, opportunity. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I worked at I worked at McDonald's, I worked at Bologna's, Chase, I worked at Ulta. Um, what else did I do? I worked at Sparrow Hospital. I should oh. like that too. Um, so I wanted to try a lot of things, <laughs> and now I'm here. That's awesome. 
Well, um, again, like I said, I think what you what you did is awesome. I, I'm glad that you were able to take a proactive step during COVID and, and be like, oh, screw these people. They don't want to hire me. I know. I'm, I'm just going to go off and do my own thing. And obviously it's successful because you're still open. Yes. And uh, I mean, it's towards the end of a pandemic, I hope. It <laughs> seems like it. Thank God. Hopefully I don't have to worry about nothing. No. <laughs> I need a mask mandate, but that's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll okay. Um, so real quick, would you mind telling everybody where you're located, mm-hmm. um, what your social media is, how can they follow you? How can they get a hold of you and what services you offer? Okay. That's a lot. So, <laughs> I know. So I'm going to start with services cause it's a lot. Okay. So we do makeup, we do lashes, we do full body wax and head to toe. Uh, we do, I said, did I say facials? Did I you did it earlier. Okay. Well, I do facials. Okay. Uh, we do detoxing, we do teeth whitening. We do everything brows. Um, we're like really good on brows. Um, we do couples. We do men. We do children. We do everybody. Um, so, yeah. So that's that business. Wow. My party rents a business. We have table, chairs, games, bounce houses, um, and more to come, hopefully. Um, and so Skin Studio 211, that's everywhere. SkinStudio11.com, at Skin Studio on Facebook, and Instagram, everything is the same on Google, Skin Studio 211. And we're located at 3911 West Michigan Avenue, um, Suite 1, and it's between Waverly and Michigan. Um, the party rental business, you can just, um, I don't know, contact us, 517-897-1065, uh, or just write me on Facebook, which my name is Lauren Cumberbatch everywhere <laughs> i keep everything the same because I, yeah every, you yeah. know people it's hard for people to really remember things so for me every business is same everywhere you're never gonna right. find it different um and party rental business lm partyrental.com and everywhere else <laughs> <laughs> i keep it the same and um i guess my property managing um that it's not on social media because it's just under me. So you can just follow me if you want to rent a room because I have some rooms open. So if anyone needs a room because they're trying to figure out their business, so they can. How big of a room are are they? I have fifteen rooms. Yeah, fifteen rooms. Yep. I last month I had all fifteen filled, and then this month a couple people are leaving, so I have I think like three. Where open. where are these people going? Um, some of them are just going back, like you know, going doing it in their homes now again because oh, okay. they just feel like it's not doing it, or they moving on to something else. That, that's wow. the point of my business. I like is like, okay, you're you, you finally want to get out of your home, mm-hmm. but you don't want to get a big suite like I did. Right. <laughs> so right. you're in the middle, and I don't make it hard for you to get the room. Like, mm-hmm. show me proof you can afford it. Boom, and then the contract is up to you. We do month to month, six months, and one year. Wow. So we can try it out, and if you want to leave, go. If you want to open your own, go, please. So that's like I'm like cool. the mother bird. That's cool. You're offering a, a spot for people who are aspiring entrepreneurs to try it out that's real cool no one because no one did it for me that's cool (laughs) when i tell you no one like trying to get a space and everything they were like no no even like in funding because i'm beauty Mm -hmm. and beauty is non-essential so if you try to apply for a loan right now for a business they're gonna bank things in their head whether you're gonna be an essential business or non-essential if a pandemic ever happens wow that was the main question every time is like well what happens if we close down another uh you know pandemic happens i'm like well i don't think we can afford as an economy another pandemic right right. one (laughs) and two i mean what business was essential besides Mm -hmm. barely even gm right uh amazon but what business is amazon i wouldn't be coming to you if i was amazon right um so that's what they'll say so i like to make it easy yeah that's my give back that's cool i i really appreciate (laughs) that as somebody from who's from the community i think that's really cool that you're doing that i have to all right. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. I know, a lot of businesses. I'm going to have to, like, when I'm editing this podcast and I'm uploading it, I'm going to go through and try to find, like, your website and everything and I know. put it in there. Let's think it's of my Facebook because I promote everything on Facebook. If not, like, yeah, mainly on Facebook. I think I, you probably go to, no, it's not even on my website. I was going to say my website, but no, they're all separate because it gets a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you would almost need, like, a social media person to, to no i do trust me i do i'll be like uh oh i forgot to post about the party rates business today it's okay <laughs> i'll worry about it later <laughs> it's a lot so yeah i don't know i'm i like doing a lot of things so that's cool though uh, it's awesome it's good to yeah. stay busy and you're obviously staying plenty busy <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. i know i'm trying to do it now so that when my son actually is in school i can i can not have to work so much right you grow it now and then it, it'll kind of make money when I don't feel like being at work. Right. So that's right. my goal. So awesome. Well, cool. Well, go to um, 
her studio if you want some skin work done mm -hmm. um or if you need party rental stuff go to go to her yeah. and they deliver which is awesome yes Yes. That's a big I don't big deliver it, thank God. <laughs> My business partner delivers, has no problem doing it. So, yeah. And we're on time and we'll pick up whenever you guys want us to. So. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess with that being said, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Okay. All right, thank you for being here. Of course. I'm glad it was good. I'm actually wasn't as nervous as I thought. No, you seem you seem good. Yeah, because it's voice. Yeah. yeah it's, it doesn't seem like it's <laughs> in your head. If there was a camera here, I would be shaking. There is a camera here. I know, but it's not as like direct I've oh it's not it. like zoomed in yeah. on your face <laughs> it's more audio than it is video. right yeah. right that's what that was my main thing i'll literally shake that's how bad i'm sitting anxiety it's terrible so <laughs> all right all right well thank you again for being here of course and thank uh you for having me. yeah absolutely mm -hmm.